You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. pray father we thank you once again for the opportunity to share fellowship we pray in the name of jesus that the word of god brings light we are opened up to revelation revelation knowledge that is precise and accurate there shall be no contradictions there shall be no errors we decree in the name of jesus that we are submitted to the word the world work the word works in us and we are bearing fruit of the word Thank you that you were exalted and we continually are edified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So ministry of the saints too. And we're continuing with the fact that you are functioning in the body of Christ. Say, I am functioning. Say, I am not redundant. I am functioning. So please listen, you are called to function. Every minister, every saint is a minister. We can commission you when we see so much work. But potentially, you are a minister. You are part of the body. Say, I am part. Say, I am part of the body. All right? I think my spiritual father said it clearly. He said, you cannot be a member of the body and not function and call yourself what? A member. So your eye is not functioning. Is the eye a member of the body again? No. It's not functioning. It's not functioning. So I am a member of Caris. I am a member. Ask yourself, are you functioning? How do you call a part of your body that is no more working part of the body? Please tell me. How do you call it? When you are making provision for the body, do you add it? You may try to decorate it. But it's not functioning. True or false? It's not. So let's think through this. I think if we think through it practically, it will help all of us, right? It will help all of us. So, what am I doing? The point is that Christ will never ask of us what he has not first given us. Yes. That's why he said, all of us have received a measure. A measure. And we don't just stand and and say, I received a measure. You remember what he told the guy with the one talent who, 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 who just buried the talent? He said, if you had what? invested it. It would have yielded. So it is meant to be used. It is not meant to be buried. You use it. Philemon 6. And I pray that the participation in, say in. Participation where? In. And what? And what? And sharing. So you participate in and what? Share. 
is the eye participate is your eye participating in and sharing to your body how am i speaking to you my tongue is participating in and sharing my mouth is doing same my can you see my hands is it my hand that is talking but my hands is explaining in a way is that right Giving you the, the gestures, the right gestures for you to understand so I can communicate well. So you can see the whole body participating in and what? Sharing. So it is an anathema, an abomination that you are part of the body and you are not participating in and you are not sharing anything. No, no. Acts 2.42, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and what? Fellowship and participation. Commonness in breaking, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Fellowship. 1 Corinthians 10.16, the cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion, the same participation, communion, participation, fellowship. The blood of Jesus has been made um, 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 available for us and, and, and because of his death, burial, and resurrection, we all now are participating in his power of redemption. So you are a beneficiary and you must also make sure that somebody benefits. 2 Corinthians 6.14 Do not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship, what participation. Sorry, this one is not a fellowship. This one is partnership. What partnership? The word used is the word metokin. Partnership. But then it uses the word communion. What communion has light, fellowship, koinonia? What commonness? What do they share? They don't share anything. Light and darkness don't share, but lights share. They share in one another. They give to one another. They support one another. They help one another. They rebuke one another. They exhort one another. We have fellowship. We participate in and share. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship, the participation of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The participation, the sharing in. Oh my. What makes this Christian life so beautiful? The, the participation and sharing in of the Holy Ghost. Do you know that? Do you know that's what makes this life so beautiful? That you are going somewhere and then the Holy Spirit, because he shares and participates in, and you are also listening. Are you getting the point? You are having fellowship. He says, stop. And then you stop. And then all of a sudden, a car you didn't see, just hmm, because of the participating and what? Sharing in. Are you here with me? You're going to say something. He says, no, hold on. Don't say it. 
saying. And then the next time someone was talking, and the person said something like that. And then the one you were going to talk to said, if you ever say this thing to me again, then you remember how the Holy, Holy, Holy Ghost prompted you in the participating and sharing in fellowship. And you also listen. The beautiful life we live is because of sharing. The beautiful life we live is because of sharing. Tell me how life would have been if we are not sharing. So how do you be in the body and you are not sharing? You, 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 you always to yourself. That's for me. If I said, would I be here sharing with you? So it's important that we know that we are part of the whole and we share together. Say, we share together. So we are all called to participate in and fellowship together. Philippians 1, 3 to 5. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine. Making requests for you with joy, with all joy, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. You were never born again alone. You were born into a family. It is the devil's lie. As for me, I can do it alone. I can do it alone. You are lying. You are killing yourself. Yes. If you are a life that does not give to others, you are a dead life. Your life is dead. What are you giving to the body? What are you supplying to the body? Because you are being supplied to every time. You are Continually receiving supplies. You don't know somebody's prayer in their body is why you are being sustained. Yes. Somebody's giving of material things in their body is why you are being sustained. You don't know. So Apostle Paul would open us up to the fact that our effectiveness in ministry can only be seen in the Accurate, precise knowledge. But what is the knowledge for? If we don't share. If we don't participate in. It is the cause. At the same time, it is also the effect. Write it down. It is the cause. At the same time, it is also what? The effect. So, let it be the reason. Why am I receiving knowledge? Because I have to share. I have to participate in. Oh, praise God. Yes. Oh, I want to know for myself. And no, no. Yes, when you know, share it. It is meant for you to participate in and share. All right. Now, the reason why some of us, I mean, we easily lose our zeal and burn out very early in the midst of challenges is because we don't have the accurate, precise word, knowledge. Listen to me very carefully to this. The accurate, precise knowledge in itself would not be accurate and precise if the motivation for it is wrong. If the motivation for it is wrong. So imagine someone giving to God on a transactional basis. The day they know the truth of the gospel, that God can bless them with just hard work. Or we just finding the right connections. They will stop giving. Because they were giving based on the transactional basis. 
Or the one who came to church because they were told they were going to get a job. They were going to marry, etc. The day they know that they can marry without coming to church, they will leave the church for us. Or a student serving diligently because of passing their exam. And they are serving God diligently. If I don't serve God, I won't pass my exam. And then they failed. And then they saw somebody who never has stepped into church. Getting A in asterisks. They say God has failed them. Oh, are you here with me? Yes. Many have shipwrecked their faith because of the wrong motivations. And all of this is because the motivation is self. They are not ready to share. I am taking it for me, for me, for me, for me, for me. So you see, you can be in church and yet not have the specific knowledge because your motivations are wrong. You don't have ministry in mind. You don't have ministry at heart. Everything that you do must have ministry at heart. Say, it must have ministry at heart. How am I going to minister to others? How am I going to be a blessing to others? Ephesians 4, 11 to 14. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry. So God gave gifts so that these gifts will share gifts. It cannot be stored by one person. It cannot. That's, that's, that's how come. You see, when people don't understand, that's why they use this whole thing now as, as, an, as, as a money-making machine. Yes. I mean, yesterday, my special father told me something. I was just blown away. And I know it happens though, but I didn't know it was at, at that level. Yeah. Listen to me. Listen. We are in the body, but we don't understand the body. We rip each other off because we don't have ministry in mind. We all came to get. You see, when we have a mindset of I came to get, I came to get, I came to grab, that is what happens. Wait. Can't you realize the problem of this nation is the same? How many of you go to work with a ministry mentality? My faith should reflect in my work. So I came to just share. Is that not it? But then what do you do, go to do? Let me grab and go. Are you here with me? It's a reflection even in our marriages. We, because we don't have ministry at heart. Everybody wants to grab and go. I grab, I go. I grab, I go. So the smartest grabber that's what leads to the killings. Is that not it? Yes. Because somebody would outdo you. Somebody would outdo you. For the edifying. Say for the edifying. Say for the edifying. Of what? The body of Christ. So the gift is, is your gift is to edify me. My gift is to edify you. My gift is to build you up. Your gift is to build me up. 
How are we building one another? So you see, you want to be called a pastor before. No, no. You rather start the ministry lifestyle and then you are commissioned later as the pastor. Is it getting in? As the evangelist, as the prophet, as the apostle. You don't get commissioned. <laughs> Then you now decide that, okay, now I will edify. Tell me how you have been from your childhood. And then when you grow, you decide you want to change. Look into the next person's face and ask, how is it like? Look at No, It's difficult. Is it, is it difficult? Very difficult. That's why the Bible said, train up a child what? Yeah. So the way some of us do it, you know, you train the child that everything is at their disposal. And then when they grow and they know that they are needs in life, there's a time you want, you know, get. Then they get frustrated because of how they were trained. So you see, train yourself with ministry. And then you begin to live a life of ministry. So you see, when you are now commissioned, it is your training already. You share. You participate in. Are you here with me? They will all come to the unity of the faith and to the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, a mature man, to the measure and stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children. Say, I'm no longer a child. I'm no longer a child. That's the problem. You have adults who are still children. Tossed to and what? By what? Every wind of what? Doctrine. What is the doctrine? I live life alone. I don't need anybody. Yes, yes. When I just do this, things will happen for me. Yes, yes. What do you need? Ah, the moment I do, I take one. We are not able to understand that there is always a process. Christ has done the work. He has wired us with his life. The life of Christ is the life of love. And that love lives in us. And there's no way you can have love and that love does not share. It's not possible. You're living beside your nature. You're making things difficult for yourself. You can never be in this church and you don't go for evangelism. You can never be in this church and you don't come for prayer. You do things the way you like. No, listen, listen to me. Don't you think that every time you are sitting at home and we have a meeting, look at how you feel. If you feel good and you feel okay, then there's something wrong. Seriously. Because your wiring and what you keep hearing won't allow you. It won't allow you. And if it does allow you, then there's something else you are allowing to work in you. Why do you decide to rob all of us? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you? Because you are so beneficial to us. Why would you want to rob us? Why would you want to rob the world? You have the message. You give the message to somebody and they receive life instantly. And then you hear somebody die. And they say, oh, they died. Oh, this world. Oh, you had the opportunity to preach the message to them. You didn't. 
Now they, they are dead. You are weeping. That's hypocritical. That's so hypocritical. There's a young man who is just, he just passed, Samuel Poso. Samuel Poso just passed two years, two days ago. I can't stop weeping. Yes. And the guy went through a challenge, went through a situation. And the same church, the same church, the same church, castigating this young man. We killed his spirit. Now the person is dead. Come and see social media, the same people. What kind of people are we? What kind of people are we? We kill our own. We don't care about one another. Listen, there's so much God wants to do in the body. But he can only do when we do. Anytime you are starved of God's blessing, ask yourself, what am I doing? It's not God. He has given you men always. Are you hearing me? But most of us don't respect men. We don't respect ourselves. We don't like the congregation of believers. David said, I'll better go. I love that place than being in the king's court. Being with the brethren. Sharing fellowship. I love it. Listen to me. The person sitting beside you is your gift. Yes. They are. Yes. Yes. It's your gift. It's your gift. It's your gift. It's your gift. You are my gift. Yeah. That's why I cherish everybody. Because I know that I'll be missing the gift in you. I'll be missing it. If I treat you any I'll be missing it. You'll miss it. And then I'll blame God. You don't answer my prayer. God, you don't answer my prayer. You don't answer my prayer. I pray that everybody will have ministry at heart from today. Say, I have been called. From the first second, I got born again. To be a minister to the saints. If we're doing stuff and somebody says, sit at home. Somebody calls you and say, oh, this thing is not important. So we are all doing this. He said, oh, the person is the one who is your greatest enemy. Beware of them. I'm telling you, beware of them. Oh, uh, 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 every time they say this, every time, oh, me, I'm tired. They are your greatest enemy. Do you know how the devil strikes? It's like the way the lion strikes. The lion always looks for the isolated prey. Did you realize that Eve was alone? She was not in fellowship. The devil always looks for the isolated prey. And please, listen. There is no better fellowship than with the fellowship of the saints. No. Anybody lies to you, that's your own. Say, I have have good motivations. By the word. And I minister. Let's read the last and then we go. 2 Corinthians 5, 17 to 19. Go. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed. Behold, all things have become new. Mm -hmm. Now, all things are of God. All things are of what? All things are of what? Do you understand that statement? When you see the unbeliever, they are potentially of God. When you see the devil hovering around, he is not the one in charge. 
God, by his blood, has taken over. Everything is potentially for him. Are you getting the point? Now, who is the one who is to make sure that what he has done, his ongoing work, are you getting the point, will be fulfilled? You. That's why he says, go. Who has what? So you see, he's done the work. Okay, so now, what are we to do? Go. Through Jesus Christ, yes, he's done that. Mm -hmm. He has given what? As what? So when a man is born again, they receive what? Of what? Say, I'm in ministry. I am in ministry. I will reconcile God's design on earth. That is what we've been called to. That's why he said, now all things are of God. What God pre-planned, he has done it. Our ministry will now reveal what God has done. Rise to your feet. Begin to talk to your father. Grace, glorious grace At the cross You called it finished Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai Lead Pastor, Caris Center International We believe the word has begun a good work in you May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life Caris Center International Living heaven on earth